Welcome back to the Hot Tip Best Daily Pick Show for Saturday, November 13th. Got a pretty action-packed slate of college basketball on tap for today. As far as yesterday's picks go, um, start off with that win against U- or with Utah State. Texas A&M currently headed to overtime against Abilene Christian, so really not a whole lot of chance they cover. Pitt's not looking great, so probably a one and two start. We still have Pepperdine and Nova to p- going tonight, so um, we'll have to see how they finish, but not a great Friday. Hopefully, we can bounce back here on Saturday. Let's get right into the card. I'm the first game on Saturday's card, Dartmouth taking on Georgetown. Dartmouth comes into this game 288th and Kim Palm 256 in the hot to bet rankings. Georgetown 72 and Kim Palm 88 in the hot to bet rankings. And, um, you know, Dartmouth, you know, opens up the season with that 16 point loss to Boston College. You know, not their their most impressive game of the season by any means. Um, and they really just struggled to score points in that game. You know, it really just weren't looking great um brendan barry Trevor samuels lead the team in scoring with 10 points apiece and you know when your top scoring um player is leading with 10 points it's not exactly a great game um but from that stat line you know brendan barry back on this team obviously he was gone last year um well dartmouth didn't play last year because <laughs> they're in the ivy league ivy league didn't play but uh brendan barry transferred out went to temple um played a season with them but he's back on this dartmouth team which is you know very high hopes for Dartmouth, you know, um, without him, who knows where this team would be at all. He definitely, you know, brings some leadership into this team that they desperately, desperately need. And honestly, across the board for Ivy League teams this season, early games, I think betting against them is a very smart idea because let's just be honest, they haven't played a game um, or, you know, a real competitive game since what, March of 2020? You know, it's going to be hard for them, I think, to to really, you know, get back into the atmosphere, I guess, especially against, you know, top tier teams like Georgetown, um, who went on and, and made pretty good runs at the end of the season last year. We'll get into that in a second. Um, but, you know, David McLean has a decently experienced roster with this Dartmouth team. But that doesn't necessarily translate to skill. You know, they're 304th in offensive efficiency, 250th in defensive efficiency, according to Ken Palm. So it's just not a great team for Dartmouth. And and I think that's, you know, really going to hurt them. As far as Georgetown goes, they open um, their season in this game. You know, one of the few teams that hasn't played a game yet. Um, But for this team, you know, last season wasn't a great season by any means. But winning the the Big East tournament obviously pushed him into the, the NCAA tournament. So, um, you know, Patrick Ewing keeps his job, at least for the moment. Not that he, I mean, he might have got fired, um, but it's a little safer, but not much. You know, he definitely still has a lot to prove going into the season. You know, he hasn't had a winning record in Big East play um, at all here in his time um, with, again, this Georgetown team. Um, and that's really one of the biggest questions going into this year is how can they build off of that last year's team that, that finished the season so strong? Um, one way to do it is to, to go out and get some transfers. Caden Rice comes in from the Citadel, um, who should, you know, be a boost to this offense. You know, um, I, I think he'll really help out. And, you know, Caden Rice at the Citadel um, was a, a pretty good player. Um, you know, he, he made some noise down there. But this roster is very different from where it was a season ago. You know, um, definitely some changes to keep in mind. Um, Aminu Hamid, you know, it, it remains a key part to this team. And it's a team that is going to play very physical basketball. Um, and in this game against Dartmouth, 
it's you know it's a Dartmouth team let's just be honest there's a real good chance that they go all the way to Ivy League play you know this entire non-conference schedule without a win against a D1 opponent I think they play some <laughs> shoe-in game here in a couple weeks but outside of that one I really don't expect them to to, to really win any of their games um, from here on out I think there's a slow start in this game and honestly I think Georgetown just blows the doors off of them so give me Georgetown minus 16 and a half in this one Next game on the card, we got South Alabama taking on Wichita State. South Alabama, 268 in Kempom, 220 in the hot to bet rankings. Wichita State, 63 in Kempom, 64 in the hot to bet rankings. And, you know, for this Wichita State team, they're hoping for, you know, a little bit calmer of a season this year after you, basically everyone transfers out last year. Um, Greg Marshall ends up getting fired with that whole investigation. And, you know, Isaac Brown took over in a bad situation, um, but really made the most of it. You know, this team was not bad um, given the circumstances last year and um they don't have a great start to this season you know a a game that went down to the wire against jacksonville state to open the season um it's definitely not how you want to start but you know tyson etn um put up 16 points in that game you know he's he's showing that he's going to continue to be a top scorer a top producer for this team and let's just be honest this roster the, the biggest thing going into the season is just so much more stable um than it was a season ago you know they lost so so many guys um last season and this season is really going to be very telling to what the future of this program holds as far as south alabama goes um you know no they beat the brakes off of spring hill to open the season don't even know who spring hill is that's why it matters so little um but richie riley really hit the transfer portal very very hard this season you know there are rumors that he might be going to utah state ends up not doing that um but he goes out and gets a ton of guys for this team jj chandler from texas a&m um had a huge game opening night 21 points um they also have tyrell jones from auburn greg parman from vmi um charles manning jr from lsu lance thomas from memphis so you know very talented guys coming in to, to fill out this roster which really leaves me to question what is the chemistry how well are these gonna guys mesh to to start the season i think it'll be a very interesting team a very good team you know down the road in the Sun Belt once we get into the heart of the season. But um, I have my question marks, especially against a Wichita State team that I think is in a great position. You know, Dexter Dennis um, is a guy who I think is going to take a big role for this team this season. And, and it's a it's a roster that is pretty experienced. It's pretty deep. Um, one thing that they could do a better job of is rebounding the ball. You know, um, those, some of those Greg Marshall teams, a lot that they did really well was rebounding the ball. Um, they kind of got away from that a little bit last year in the first year of the Isaac Brown era. Um, and if they can do that i think this team can easily find themselves back in the tournament and and i really love them in this matchup so give me wichita state minus 14 against south alabama next game on the card we got evansville taking on belmont evansville 177 in kim palm 205 in the hot to bet rankings belmont 82 in kim palm 54 in the hot to bet rankings and yeah, we were obviously on this Belmont team opening night against Ohio, and they didn't necessarily have the best outing in that one. You know, it wasn't a great game for them. Um, and, you know, for this Belmont team, that performance is definitely concerning, but, you know, they're always going to be a top team in the Ohio Valley. You know, we got a Ohio Valley, Missouri Valley matchup, the, the matchup of the valleys in this one. Um, and for Belmont, you know, they return almost all of production that they had last year's in on last year's team. Grayson Murphy um, is one of the better players in the entire country, in my opinion. Um, he's a guy who can, you know, seemingly put up a triple-double night in, night out. Um, ben Shepard, though, was the, the guy on opening night who led this team, tried to will them to victory with 25 points, couldn't quite get it there and the ceiling is definitely very very high for this belmont team going into the season um 
but they didn't necessarily show it against Ohio. Don't get me wrong. Ohio is a very, very good team, but I don't think this Evansville team is one that's just going to roll over either. You know, um, they do start the, the season with a loss to Cincinnati, but you know, Cincinnati is, is definitely improving from where they were last year. Um, but they get the win over IUPUI um, in the next game. And, you know, they, a very good win for them there. Shamir Grivens, Juwan Newton um, return to lead this team, you know, two very talented guys from last year's roster and really from the top to bottom in the Missouri Valley it's hard to predict you know there's so many teams that are that are very very good um, but this is a very experienced roster you know it's one that returns five guys um, in the starting lineup who are all seniors you know they've had time to play in this situation they've had time to play for this team um, and one of those guys Evan Kamal um, leads this team you know at 12 points um, so far this season leads the team in scoring and while this isn't the best team in the world, don't get me wrong. I mean, Belmont is clearly the better team and, and both Kim Palm and the Hot Tibet rankings would say so. I think this Evansville team is going to keep this game a lot closer than the spread indicates. I don't think Belmont's going to blow them out of the water by any means. Give me Evansville plus 13 and a half in this one. Next game on the card, my absolute favorite matchup of the day, Eastern Kentucky taking on Milwaukee. Eastern Kentucky comes to this game, 218 in Kempom, 162 in the Hot Tibet rankings, Milwaukee 113 in Kempom, 194 in the Hot Tibet rankings. And that ranking that, that I have on this Milwaukee team is very far off. I don't think they're near what I what I did. I think they're a much, much better team than than how the rankings have them. Um, and they kind of showed it in that opening, you know, night game against North uh, yeah, North Dakota, a 15-point victory in that one, in no small part because of uh, Patrick Baldwin Jr. leading the team with 21 points. And that's right, Patrick Baldwin Jr. match it up with his dad, um, you know, the, making a, a very interesting combination here in the Horizon League. Um, and, you know, Patrick Baldwin Jr. seemingly could have went essentially anywhere in the country he wanted to play basketball, um, comes here to Milwaukee and, and makes him a, a contender essentially right away. You know, he's going to be the heart and soul of this team all season. Um, they also go out, get Jordan Lathan um, from UTEP, transfers over. Samba Kane also transfers over to San Francisco. So while Milwaukee is not necessarily a team that you're going to think of all season that's, you know, uh, super hyped, got a lot of talent, um, they're a team that, that right now has a pretty decent roster. You know, they have some some decent talking points going in to the season. You know, Baldwin is obviously the, the highlight of this team. Um, and while it's not often that I that I go out of my way to, to bet on teams that are, are really dependent on one guy so much so that this Milwaukee team is. He's just such a joy to watch. You know, if you go back and watch some of his high school tape, um, it's insane. Some of the st plays he was making. Um, and really, he's the reason this team's either going to succeed or fail this season. There's really no way around it. Um, for Eastern Kentucky, though, you know, they start the season off with two wins over non-D1 schools. So, I mean, who really cares? Michael Moran was impressive in those games. Sure, 18.5 points on the season for him. But what's really interesting about this Eastern Kentucky team is obviously the transfers. Braxton Beverly from NC State. Um, Jason Williams from Marshall, Trevin Wade from Wichita State. They bring in some guys to, to help out round out this roster. Um, and they're obviously changing conferences. You know, going to be another big move moving over from the Ohio Valley to the Atlantic Sun. Um, pretty much a, a football move um, is what it appears to be. But, you know, this Eastern Kentucky team boasts a pretty good defense. Um, you know, Hamilton really has a pretty talented roster here together with them. But they're going up against a Milwaukee team that is just very strong. And more importantly, they're going up against Patrick Baldwin Jr., who is just an absolute stud. And, and he's really why I'm questioning why Milwaukee is only six-point favorites in this game. I think he carries them to victory um, and puts on a show in this one. So give me Milwaukee minus six against Eastern Kentucky. 
Next, we have what college football fans might want to see Georgia take it on Cincinnati. What would be the battle of two undefeated teams over there? Um, but as far as this one goes, Georgia is the clear underdog going into this game. Georgia 163 in Ken Palm, 152 in the hot to bet rankings. Cincinnati 106 in Ken Palm, 114 in the hot to bet rankings. And, you know, for this Georgia team, they open up the season with the win over FIU, go out and get that win for them. Um, and this team did a really good job spreading the ball around. They got a lot of guys involved um, on opening night. And, you know, Tom Crean is a guy who hit the transfer portal hard and and really brought in some talent that I that I think can help round out this roster, even if it's not, you know, the most, you know, number one recruits, you know, five star recruits, whatever you want to say, um, getting on this team. But, you know, Aaron Cook from Gonzaga is a very, very good player, um, put up 10 points in that first game. They also get Noah Berman from USC, um, Jari Baduma Ream from Virginia, um, Braylon Briggs from Illinois, since uh, from um, yeah, Illinois, Chicago. So, you know, they bring in some talent to, to help round out this roster in the transfer portal. And Kareem's really just a guy who, you know, year after year finds a way to improve in, a, in an SEC that he's kind of, you know, sitting at the bottom of. Um, maybe, I don't know if that's the best way to put it, but, you know, just that he's, he's really just playing from behind constantly um, in the SEC. And it's an SEC that is very, very top heavy. You know, most of the previews of this year really give this uh, Georgia team absolutely no credit and and for fair reasons you know the talent is not necessarily there um but this roster has some pretty good guys some playmakers that i think can make some noise and as far as cincinnati goes you know they beat evansville to open the season um you know they missed the tournament last year for the the first time since 2010 um but you know john brennan is out of there he's gone um replace him with wes miller who in my opinion is a very entertaining coach a very good coach um obviously unc greensboro um is where he comes from he spent quite a bit of time there um, and really turned them into a great team and it's no wonder that three of his players from that team um, decided to join him up here in Cincinnati and they bring in a lot of other transfers too and, and that's one reason that I'm kind of leaning more towards Georgia granted Georgia has quite a few transfers coming in too um, but with the new coach and everything um, at Cincinnati I think it's going to be a little bit harder for them to you know necessarily be on the same page I don't think they're going to be playing perfect basketball to start the season by any means and while they do a pretty good job spreading the ball around similar to Georgia you know honestly these two offenses are very similar to each other you know they remind me a lot of each other when I watch them um but I just can't lay 10 and a half points with Cincinnati. I don't think they're that good of a team. I think they're a good team, and I think they'll make some noise in the American. But um, I think Georgia keeps this one close, like them, plus 10 and a half in this game. Next, we head out west. Cal taking on UNLV. Cal 126 in Kim Palm, 138 in the hot to bet rankings. UNLV 132 in Kim Palm, 163 in the hot to bet rankings. And, you know, the, the main talking point going into this one Cal opens the season with a loss to UC Davis, and it wasn't an overly close loss either. You know, they really just <laughs> did not look good in that game at all. You know, it, it, that, that's really the only way you can put it. Um, and the last few seasons just have not been great for this Cal team. You know, Mark Fox looked like he was headed in direction a couple a good direction a couple years ago. But last year was an absolute disaster. This team couldn't buy a win in the Pac-12. Um, and they go out and, and get a little bit of help. You know, Jordan Shepard comes in from Charlotte. He led this team with 27 points um, in that opening game against UC Davis, you know, trying to, 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 to boost him up as well as he could. Um, and while I don't love, you know, where this Cal team is at, I don't love where the UNLV team is at much more either. You know, um, they did get the wind open the season against Gardner-Webb, so I guess they have that to hang over Cal. Um, and, and, you know, Kevin Kruger is a guy who, once again, 
hammered the transfer portal. You know, a couple guys that we're talking about today just went out and hammered the transfer portal. And that's, you know, kind of the thing. You either you have a lot of transfers or you don't. It's not a whole lot of in-between is what it feels like this season. Um, and when he brings in loads of talent, it is concerning that it's going to take a while for him to mesh. You know, that's really what I've been harping on. Um, and maybe I'm overvaluing that a little bit too much. Maybe that's, you know, not necessarily going to be the case for a lot of these teams. But I think in this case, it definitely will. Um, you know, Bryce Hamilton led this team or led the, yeah, led the team opening night with 22 points um, in his first game. Um, Royce Ham pulled down 17 rebounds, 18 points. So, you know, those two guys are, are really going to carry this team, I believe, all season. And, and I think they're they're going to be great. Um, but who knows what the roster up and down top to bottom is going to look like for UNLV. And don't get me wrong. Cal is Cal is not a great team either. Um, you know, they have decent experience up and down the roster. Um, and let's be honest, there's really no place to go, but up for this Cal team. And, and, and one thing that you can maybe even hang your hat on if you're this Cal team, um, Granted, I have them ranked fairly high. 138 is now horrible um, compared to UNLV, who's 163. They are pretty good on defense. You know, Ken Palm has them as the 85th team in the country on defense. Um, so that's something to hang your hat on. It's going to be better than UNLV's defense. And, and if Cal can put up, you know, even a little bit of points, I think they can keep it close. So I like Cal plus seven against UNLV. And the final game on the card, the game of the day, the game of the weekend. Texas taking on Gonzaga. Texas comes in 11 in Kimpom and the Hot Tibet rankings. Gonzaga, the number one team in the country in Kimpom and the Hot Tibet rankings. And as far as these teams go, they're two teams that I absolutely love. It's it's, it's impossible for me to pick one of them. Um, but Chris Beard coming home to Texas is just a, a great story. They got a very, very good roster. And like I said, and I've been really preaching, it seems like this whole show, Another guy who, you know, went absolute crazy, hit the transfer portal very hard and, and really just went out and got some playmakers, got some guys, most notably probably Marcus Carr from Minnesota. Um, but, you know, some other guys too, Dylan D'Souza from v Vanderbilt, um, Trey Mitchell from UMass, you know, plenty of talent went out and got but you know Courtney Ramsey Andrew Jones are two guys who, who stick with the team um, return to this Texas roster and Ramsey led this team opening night with 14 points um, in their win over Houston Baptist so you know Texas again while it, it could take some time for for these new guys to mesh I think Chris Beard um, in my opinion is, is the best coach in the country um, almost just straight out you know he's what he has done what he did at Texas Tech and what I think he's you know gonna do here at Texas is just so impressive. Not to say that Mark Few or this Gonzaga team is bad at all. You know, this is going to be one of, if not probably the biggest games or biggest home game that is um, in Gonzaga history. Because let's just be honest, whenever Gonzaga plays a top level opponent, it's either on a neutral side or or whatever. I think the stats something like Gonzaga's only played um, ranked versus ranked opponents uh, like twelve times um, since two thousand four. So you know, it, it's not a whole lot of stats. But you know, Mark Few definitely has a team built. He'll be back after uh, serving his suspension for that DUI he had over the summer. Um, and what do you even say about this team? You know, they went wire to wire, number one team in the country, undefeated last season, um, up until that national championship loss to Baylor, which um, was devastating to me because I, you know, was on Gonzaga all year, um, really flipped back and forth between Gonzaga and Baylor. But, um, you know, they, they were the obvious number one, two, number one and number two teams in the country. And it would have been nice to see him in December, but um, whatever. We're, we're on to a new team. And Gonzaga really just picks up where they left off with that last year team. Um, Chet Holgram comes in you know one of the the top recruits in the country 
going to make an instant difference on this team not to mention andrew nimhart um drew timmy both return and you know drew timmy is is probably my favorite player in the country at the moment um and they also go out and try to um, add rashad bolton from iowa state who will be an instant impact so you know <laughs> there's not much you can you can get you can really talk down to um about this gonzaga team i mean yeah you can make the argument they don't play in a great conference whatever i mean um blah, we don't need to get into that discussion now we can wait until you know january comes in the, and they're playing the west coast conference schedule um but offensively ken palm has them as the number one team in the country defensively they're the number five team in the country but this game is just one that i don't see being a blowout in either direction i think texas is going to keep this game close and and while i have my concerns about this roster if i'm being quite honest to me texas is the best team in the big 12 this season i get it kansas is a very very good team um but other than them i mean texas tech yeah it's still going to be good baylor um is obviously still going to be a good team but other than that i think texas really is is in the best shape i think chris beard is, is really in a good place with this team and you know if these players are all on the same page which let's be honest in that first game against houston baptist they didn't really seem like they had any problem meshing together um i think this gonzaga game could be a very very fun one to watch but um really i don't see why texas should be getting seven and a half points here give me texas plus seven and a half against gonzaga that wraps it up for Saturday's college basketball show. If you want to see picks for everything happening in college basketball today, head over to hot2best.com. Check out the computer model picks up there. Also got picks for all the college football stuff going on, as well as the NFL this weekend, UFC card today, NBA, NHL, everything going on on the sports calendar. So take a look at all of that over there. If you're not already following me at Hot to Bets, Chris on Twitter and Instagram, make sure you follow me there so you don't miss out on any future content, as well as on the Best Stamp app, where you can get early access to all of the picks and also any ads that I might have to the card. Don't know if we're going to have any um for this card it's a big card and with college football going on um i don't know how much i'm going to be looking into other games but if we do have anything it'll be on best stamp it'll be on twitter it'll be on instagram stories so definitely take a look at all of that over there also follow me or follow the the hot to bets main account rather on um at hot to bets on twitter instagram facebook tiktok to stay updated with all the computer model action over there and last but not least if you're watching here on youtube hit the like button subscribe to the channel hit the bell notification so you don't miss out on any future content and most importantly Drop a comment down below. Let me know who you guys are betting on for Saturday's college basketball card. Thanks for watching today's show. I will see you guys tomorrow.